evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yes, indeed. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Tuesday Night Flight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG sitting in with the man, the myth, the legend, hey. the ball, BJ. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, man. If you can't tell from my voice, I am feeling positively excellent. And um, I'm hoping I'm radiating that through the speakers. That's what's up, man. I always, always good to hear that chipper in your voice, man. Yeah, I, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, we got a few things to, to, to knock out tonight. Um, first and foremost, this is something that's been going on for quite some time. And to, to, to put it into perspective, how long it's going on, uh, it's been going on. You remember back in 2019 season, the 18-19 season, Russ was in OKC. He got into it with the uh, who called him out his name. Two games back-to-back, uh, I think it was Utah and somewhere else where he got into it with a fan and they offered to fight, offered up to fight him. The guys got banned from the, from the, uh, the, the arena and season tickets revoked. Um, this gentleman filed a hundred million dollars, which was thrown out of the, out of court early this week. But now here we are again, these playoffs fans are back in the building after, uh, COVID protocols and pandemic stopped them from being in the building. Now, all of a sudden they want to spit on players they want to throw popcorn, uh, bottles of water, um, you name it. We had last night here in D.C., we had a clown. And he, you know he can't be from D.C. because we don't act like that here. But he ran onto the court last night. B, what can be done about these unruly fans in the NBA? You know, we, we kind of touched on this um, a couple episodes ago. You have to file charges against these people. You have to set a, a tone, just like, you know, anything else. You got to make examples out of people. And the local jurisdictions are going to have to come together and up the penalties. Because I'm sure the penalties are for doing stuff like this, unless you actually get to a player and touch him, are, you know, basically a slap on the wrist. So you're going to have to you're going you're gonna to have to try and up the penalties so the next joker that tries to run on the court or throw a bottle or anything else like that, they could be facing jail time. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. You got to get, you got to start banning them from the arena, taking their season tickets. All it's doing, obviously it's not enough because night after night, what has this been? Three nights in a row of playoff basketball was it four? Right, three or four. We're around that. It, it's it's definitely alarming. It, it's been in a short short uh, time frame. You got so many copycats, and nothing's being done. And Bradley Bill said something last night, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. You can say what you want to say, you can do what you want to do, but you run up on the wrong player, and you catch that L. Because Bradley Bill said these hands work. I, I agree with players, Dylan. Once you come into my place of work and disturb my place of work, you got to catch these hands. And if Bradley Bill, Russell Westbrook, any of the Washington Wizards, 
the 76ers, the uh, Lakers, the Clippers, any team in the playoffs is playing right now. A fan approaches, it's self-defense after that. So if he catches a, a beatdown, that's on him or her. But see, that's a that's it's still a dangerous situation because, like I said, even though when you go into these arena your arenas, you're going through security and getting padded down, it's always a way to get something in somewhere. There's always somebody a step ahead of security, a step ahead of whatever. And it, you know, you could be going through this. People people go through great lengths to to get to something they want to do. If you're talking about a smart person that would want to harm somebody, they're not just you. Don't get me wrong. You get random people that come in there off a whim, not planned. But we're talking about the more dangerous people that plan stuff out, that that are standing in front of the arena for a month, two months, to see who's working the security. Who's not doing their job all all the way through? Who's not doing the pad downs? What days they work? You know, what days they might be short staff, and it's not it's not as thorough as it could be. You go buy tickets to that game, and you get a some type of plastic knife in, or you get some type of liquid in, like acid, or something that could harm somebody and burn somebody's skin. See, this is the level. You know, I understand somebody come up on you, you're going to defend yourself, but if this person has a weapon or, you know, God forbid this person run up on somebody, get to the court, run up in the player's face and throw some type of liquid in their face and, and, and you know, burn their face and eyes, this is what you have to worry about because it's, you know, unless the NBA does something about this, the arenas does, it's just going to keep getting worse. We're going to see more of it. You're absolutely right. Absolutely, positively right, and I, you know what, I'm, I wasn't even thinking along the lines of escalation, but the way we're headed, it's going to escalate. I mean, the 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 dude in um New York that spit on on, on uh Trey Young. Young, that's simple assault. It is, and it should have been charged as such. Um, dropping the popcorn on Brody's head, throwing the bottle at uh Kyrie, Kyrie that's simple assault the gentleman that ran out last night that's trespassing and we 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 got to talk about the 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 fans that were making death threats to john morant's dad and making uh racial comments towards his dad in the stands that's another incident you know what and as as bad as that is i mean that's nothing new though no you know that's not that's nothing new. You you can go from any generation of players, and they can tell you you know stories about different arenas or what they get at different arenas. Especially, we've heard. I think we've heard from. We've definitely heard from NBA players about uh, what is Boston TD Garden. Yeah, TD Garden. We've heard multiple baseball players talk about Fenway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe it was some rumors about, well, I mean, that steals TD, the Bruins games about racially motivated speech and, you know, all types of stuff that goes on in Boston. So that's, you know, that type of dumb stuff, the, the trash talking, you know, it's always been there. That racial stuff has always been there. And I'd rather a player get called every name under the sun versus them having um, 
the chance of being injured. That that's more what I'm worried about. You know, you get a dumb fan to just come on the court. At this point, I would just like to see the like the White Howard was right there. I would have just like seen the White clock him. You know, one good time just right to the chin, and, and you know, but it's consequences to that too because just like the guys try to sue Russell Russell Westbrook, you know, everybody wants to put out a lawsuit and. You know, you should have never hit me, this, that, and the other. And this is like, dude, I don't know what you, you – you're you're not supposed to be on this court. This is sacred territory. So why are you here? And if, if you're here trespassing, you got to pay the price. It's like you going to somebody's house and expecting not to get injured or not to get shot. I don't, I don't understand. Like I said, everybody's – you said it, copycat. Everybody got to outdo somebody. You know, they think it's all fun and games, you know, and, and they think – you know, for the, the lack of a better term, they, you know, these are these people that's doing this is they can treat them how they want, say to them what they want, and act how they want to act when they get in these arenas. And Lady C chimed in. She says, "Can't sue. It would have been self defense." Well, yeah, I mean, I understand. I definitely understand that. But just think of how many lawsuits, we dumb lawsuits we've seen that <laughs> that get traction that pe- people people breaking into people's houses and, they, and they're suing them because they got shot. People taking, uh, robbing people's cars mm-hmm. and, and and suing them because they got hurt in the car or something like that. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's it, 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 like, it's just, it's there, it, you know, because um, you can, you know, you can easily make the, the lawyer can be like, well, he was no harm and at no point did he uh, try to attack the white, blah, 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 blah. You know, that might gain some traction. Because right. he, he wasn't going towards the white. He would the white was just near there. Yeah, they were coming down court. So I mean I guess they're gonna start beefing up security, but I think I don't know drastic measures would be the NBA closing off the rest of it. You gotta you gotta thank those fans that have showed up and done stupid things these last few games. You gotta blame them for it. And I think that's the best way to go. All we closing off all the games. There will be no outside of immediate family. There is no other fans in the building for the rest of the playoffs. That's it. They can't do that. It, they they're, they're not going to do that. They they're going to have to like if it keeps happening. They're going to have to take drastic measures. Whether it's some type of railing that goes around and behind the play like. It's to the point now they're going to have to put some type of plastic barrier behind the players so they can't get nothing thrown on them, dumped on them because the players are vulnerable. Like if if you want to, if you got a, a floor ticket and you're behind one of the benches, you can just walk up and clock one of the damn players. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to do. They're going to have to, to put some type of protection. In. It's just a just a time we live in. Just like we go to our neighborhoods and the Arabs and the Indians and the Asians got nine inch bulletproof glass. In all the stores, that's true. You know, you're just gonna have to, because I, I, like I said, it's getting to the point now. It's getting scary, and you know, I hate, you know, to think that it's a possibility that something bad could happen to somebody. You know, a, a player that, you know, that's just not expecting anything. And Lady C brought up a, a a great point here. She says they're definitely they're definitely not going to close off their money close their money off, especially when they've lost so much already. That That's another thing, the revenue. Revenues are up again this year because you were, 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 you've been able to have fans. 
So revenue is up a little bit. So, and and she's completely right. And and it's not just the NBA; it's all over. A, a lot of companies and businesses over the last year have lost money, and a lot of these businesses, bars, uh, restaurants, depend on the NBA, the NFL, the NHL. That's where they get a lot of their revenue, especially you know the ones right around the arena. It's a green turtle, I believe, still at Capital One Arena that's packed. TVs mm-hmm. everywhere. You know, they depend on this revenue. So, and, you know, we talk about it all the time on the show when we veer off topic and talk about just life in general. You know, this country is about revenue. They could care less about you. They want their money. You know what I'm yes. saying? It's it, it just it, true. It is what it is. So, they trust me, they're going to keep the fans coming in. And they're going to find a way to uh, try to right the ship they better because, you know, otherwise, you know, you might see something bad happen. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Now, you said something about TD Garden earlier, switching gears, sticking with the NBA. And this happened uh, hmm, yesterday. I think it was. And uh, Kevin Garnett. Glenn Big Baby Davis, uh, they they had some words for Kyrie because he stepped on Lucky. And I'm not talking Professor Lucky, because you know, if he stepped on Professor Lucky, you got to deal with that ass whooping. But he we're talking Lucky, uh, the Celtics logo. He stepped and wiped his foot on uh Lucky. The Celtics logo. And Kevin Garnett had this to say. We just gonna act like we didn't see that. The fuck is going on? You can't do that. That's not cool on any level. All of us need to do better, for real, for real. Big Baby Davis took it a little bit further, and I think he took it too far. Real bullshit. Like I said, you step on Lucky, you step on everybody that played for that team. Keep that shit basketball before somebody get hurt in real life. Now, for Big Baby to come out and say something like that, you know, you, 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 <laughs> I can't even form the words because I'm just like, dog, how, how how dare you? How dare you? Honestly. But let, let me let me formulate my words. You tell me your thoughts on this right now. Well, I think it's I think it's extremely childish of Kyrie Irving, but it's nothing that I don't expect from him. All right. We're talking about somebody that continuously took shots at LeBron. All right. I think Kyrie came to the league and got his bubble burst when he came to Cleveland and they were a, a, a cellar dweller team, you know, and he wasn't the number one guy. I think that that crushed his spirit and they had to go basically go get LeBron back for that team to be relevant. That team wasn't relevant with Kyrie Irving. All right. Every great player needs, you know, other pieces. He's a piece. He's not a number two. He's, he's a number three on, on a team that he was supposed to be a number two on. It got hard. He's a, he's a number three man now. He's a low man on the totem pole. Um, he played for Boston. He cried, bitch, screamed to get out of Cleveland. They traded him to Boston. I believe it was a trade. Wasn't it a trade? I believe so. I think it was a trade. I thought it was a trade. Let me double. Uh, so, you know, he gets to Boston and fails miserably. They don't do anything, and, and, you know, that turmoil, you know, with him 
talking about the players on the team and the way he was acting and everything, you know. And to 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 do that yesterday, I mean, like, look, hey, you know, if it was anybody else, I would be like, hey, man, trash talking. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't want Lucky stepped on. Defend your court. You know what I'm saying? But it being him and his history, extremely childish. And um, for Big Baby to say what he said, it's just not that serious, dude. It's a game. You know what I'm saying? I love that type of – like I said, it, because it's Kyrie, it, it, it's just – he just – he rubs me the wrong way. You know, he you know, he says some things sometimes you agree with, and then, you know, sometimes I think he, he reaches trying to be the smartest guy in the room. Um, but, you know, it's a game. You trash talk. You disrespect the logos. It's just like, all right, y'all, Kevin Garnett said what he said, big baby. Now, all right, well, Jason Tatum, Kimball Walker, uh, Marcus Smart, and them boys got to show them that that's not acceptable. Now, you notice he didn't do it in front of a Celtic. He didn't do that in front of a Celtic. You know That's what I'm absolutely right. He, you know, when T.O. stood on the star in Dallas, he got he got whopped. Was the second time he went and did it? Yeah, he hit. Yeah, he got hit the second time. You are you? Yeah, do that in front of me. You but T.O. didn't care, and I, 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 I love that. I mean, you know, it was Dallas, so of course I loved it. And, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's in good fun, like you know, hey, all right, show me what you're going to do. Make me make you got to make people learn a lesson. And now somebody says something. Oop says something. Um, somebody went to high school with good friend. He said that, you know, basketball getting soft, there's no playoff fouls anymore. Mm-hmm. And, I knew, and I knew exactly what he's talking about. The next game, Boston and the Celtics play, because I believe that's elimination for the Celtics if they lose. Um, I would clothesline Kyrie Irving. You want to you step on lucky? That's fine. Hopefully you don't break your ribs when you get to the ground. And, and that's what it is. But it, this league is soft. Like, for me, if I'm – I'm Brad Stevens before I get fired out of Boston. <laughs> this would be <laughs> one of the things. One of the hey, you wanna you wanna step on? Okay, we got you. We got you. Hey, when he goes to the hole, make sure he feel it. And this would be all game. All mm-hmm. game. It wouldn't be just one. Yeah, I mean, you gotta pay for stuff like that, but now see, we grew up in the era of uh, the Bad Boy Pistons, the Knicks. Um, who else was a rough team back then? Miami was rough under Pat Riley. Yep. Uh, the Knicks under Van Gundy was was rough. Yep. You know, we grew up like that. You know, the you came had to a the whole roughness to them. They did. Yeah, they. Yeah. You got clothesline. You came to the lane. Oh, you you think you bad? Now I get all of that, and I just think Big Baby went too far with that. Oh. Well, somebody could get hurt in real life. You talking about keeping it basketball, but you talking about hurting somebody in real life. That's a threat. And I'm not sure exactly what kind of man Kyrie is. But me as a man, I take that as a threat. Now, granted, you can be a multi-millionaire, billionaire, whatever. But when you threaten another man, you got to deal with the consequences. You threaten another man. So if Kyrie shows up at at your doorstep and be like, what's good? Don't be like, nah, nah, keep that shit back. No, 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 no. Keep the same energy you had in that tweet. Don't be a keyboard thug. 
and bust a caps lock on somebody because that was that that, that just wasn't called for. Now, what Kevin Garnett said was a little bit more classy, and I understand that and I get it. And I'm a big baby fan, but dog, don't ever threaten a man like that. Just like you a man, he's a man. You took it a little too far. Don't talk about what's gonna happen in real life. You don't know who Kyrie got rolling with him. And they say, you know, everybody always got a, a, a hitter in their squad. So, you know, uh, Delonte checking in, the man of the hour. Big Baby is an idiot, shaking my head. And nigga, please, is the best response for Big Baby. Shout out to KD for that. I just, I, I, I didn't like what Big Baby had to say. It was uncalled for. It was unnecessary. You could have kept that to yourself. So, or, or you could have DM him that, you know. Yeah, DM. You feel like that? DM, DM in that, DM you know. him, and then if he chose to put it on, you know, do a uh, Michael Rappaport, put it for everybody <laughs> to see it. That's different, but yeah, man, that's we talking about a damn game. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, worry about these fans coming on the court before somebody exactly. gets hurt. Exactly. And then shoot, you got to also think about that because remember the bottle was thrown at Kyrie in Boston. And he got bad blood in Boston. Oh, There's I bad blood there. Uh, they they hate him. Yeah. And not yeah. Be, yeah, it just because how he how he left the franchise, you know. And then he That's didn't, true. Didn't produce anything while he was there. So. And you know, since we're talking about the Nets, we're gonna transition. Oh, Delonte just checked down. Oh, they definitely hate him up there. Trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah, you would. You you got the pipeline up there. That's the pipeline to the DMV is, is, is the man of the hour, Delonte. I will say that. Um, but talking about the Nets, and I'm saying this because as much as we talk about one Kevin Durant, KD, uh Seat Pleasant's own KD. I I I, I just got a hard time saying that, but Seat Pleasant's own KD. Um, as much as we talk about him, we talk about the good, the bad, and the indifferent. Let's give him his flowers. Now, let's not wait to the end of the season. Let's give him his flowers now. He's coming back off a major injury, torn Achilles, which is career ending for some players. Uh, not many players successfully came back from a torn Achilles to resume balling the way they were pre-injury. Uh, Dominique Wilkins did. He tore his Achilles and came back and averaged, I think, 28 points. KD, you know, he's been in and out of the lineup all year because you got arrested. Um, He comes into the playoffs leading everybody in scoring at 34.8 points a game. And I was thinking today, when I say give KD his flowers, I was thinking, is he... I'm not going to say the greatest, but is he a top five scorer of all time? I mean, if he, if he's if he's not now, he, he'll definitely be that when he retired. Just like, you know, Curry will probably end – not probably. He'll, he'll be the greatest shooter in the history of the game when he finishes. He's only 33. Um like right now, he's definitely one of the greatest scorers in the history of the of the game. Um, whether he'll be the greatest one, I mean, you know, time will tell. You know, we say that, and um, you know, somebody else comes along. 
you know, but right now he's it. You know, he's like he just does so much. You know, he plays he has a, a forwards body and plays guard. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know some of the stuff he do, you know, you just don't have nobody to guard him. You know, all you can do is he he's just one of those people where hey Brian, you just gotta let score. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's see if you got the, the stamina to score 87. Because I, I would just let him score. It's Instead of trying to worry about stopping him, you know, he, he, he just got to, you know, throw the dice on the table and let him roll. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I, you know, definitely give him his flowers. Came back from the Achilles. Um, playing better than what he was playing before he left. Um, and they doing their thing. They they definitely look like I just don't see who's gonna beat them coming out the east, man. I, I really don't. Nobody has enough firepower, you know, or defense. The now Knicks, that's why I was getting ready to go defense. And the Knicks might have had the defense, but the Hawks are handling the Knicks right now. I don't. I'm I'm that is the surprise of the NBA right now. The Hawks got one more game to win, put the Knicks out their misery. Yeah. And the, the hype surrounding the Knicks alone was at an all-time high, you know. But Julius Randle has yet to show up. Yeah. And I don't think they can win three straight games. I don't nah, think New York can win three, three straight games. And somebody was saying, well, look at the, the look of disgust when Derrick Rose looks at Julius Randle. And Derrick Rose is balling. You know, he's not the explosive jump out the gym Derrick Rose he um he's the more finesse I'm getting it right now but I can shoot a jump of Derrick Rose and it's so beautiful to watch D Rose play the way he's playing it, 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 so it, it loving is, that but it really is and it's 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 sad to see that that's gonna get extinguished in the first round you know um but yeah, the Knicks, you know, got to the playoffs, and it's like they got to the playoffs, and I was like, "Ooh, that's it!" Mm-hmm. You know, we made it, and then they forgot. The, the, yeah, you got to the playoffs, but that's not the end. The end of the game, you, you know. Like I just, I just feel like Atlanta shouldn't be beating them, but they proved me wrong. So, yeah, that's true. And um, back to your, your Kevin Durant thing, um. You talk about defense on Kevin Durant, and I thought about it. I said, who's – now, he's he's listed at 6'9", but we know he's closer to 7 feet than he is to 6'9". But this guy handles the ball like a guard. He can slash like a forward, and he can shoot lights out. How do you defense a guy like that? And then I, I started thinking as you were talking, I agree with you. You don't. You put You put a body on him. And then you let him go because he's going to shoot over everybody. And he, uh, him and PJ Tucker, this is the end of the regular season. PJ Tucker was, you know, messing with him because he was, he was cooking PJ Tucker. I mean, he was, he was cooking him something terrible. But PJ Tucker was like, you know, I was here and Kevin Durant just laughing at him the whole time. And he just keeps saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah, you right there. But Kevin Durant's just shooting over PJ. You're six, seven. Kevin Durant's close to seven feet. He's closer to 6'11 and 6'9. I, even, I'll call him 6'12. But, but even if he's 6'9, he has a seven foot wingspan. I think that's right. what, that's what, even, I think he, he might be 6'9, 6'10. 
them arms make him seven mm-hmm. one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but bro, I'm 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 dead serious, and people look at me crazy. Like if I'm defending the Nets, I give Kevin Kevin. I'm about to say Kevin Garnett. I give Kevin Durant everything from the free throw out. Now you can't. I'm not gonna let you come inside. Okay. You come inside, you get fouled, or you you know you're gonna get contested. Can you score this team? Can you score eighty percent of this team's points? Mm. Because I'm gonna put somebody on everybody else. I know Harden's a problem. I'm not, I'm not worried about Kyrie Irving at all. I'm not worried about Kyrie Irving. Harden's the problem. Harden is what separates this team from it just being Katie and, and Kyrie. Now, I put somebody on Harden like, do the best you do, but I want you in his face. Mm-hmm. KD, whoever's checking him, be like, look, I want you more on Harden than KD. I'm serious. I'm giving KD open shots. KD, I need you to finish 40 of – I want you to take 40 or 50 shots. I'm serious. Like, but the rest of this team is not going to score. Nope. Because you're not going to stop him. You have a better chance of stopping Harden. At least he's, you know, his height, you can match his height up with somebody on your team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's still on shake your boots. But you got a better chance of being in his face than KD. And then, like I said, I'm going to have KD's man shade Harden. So, yeah, every time you touch the ball, you're going to get a soft double team. I'm going to let KD shoot everything he wants. Mm. Everything he wants. And like I said, and and, and whoever, like, whoever misses a defensive assignment is is unacceptable because I'm telling you, don't double team anybody but Harden. Let KD shoot so it should be nobody else on the floor open. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. But they they, well, they they gonna coast, man. Well, uh, here we are at the 30-minute mark. Um, that's it. I'm gonna throw, we're gonna put a pin in it once I throw it out, and we'll bring it back up on Thursday. And I think we can start the show off with it. But think about this in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we'll we'll bring this up on the Thursday night throwdown. I got the pin in it. I'm gonna write it down. But Eastern Conference Finals. Giannis versus KD. The Durantula versus the Greek Freak. Yeah, but you... It's, and it's, the Greek Freak is a man possessed this postseason. Yeah, but it's, it's more than that. It's because, you, you yeah, it's, it's, it's Giannis and, and KD, but then the Nets are bringing hard, and that's where it gets unfair. I guess you got Chris Middleton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, laughed, I was laughing because Ben said, you know, you're dancing with the devil on a defensive game plan. I'm telling you. Look, yeah. I know we had our 30-minute mark. Nobody's ever done that before. I am going to let you have – I'm going to let – I'm because who's, who's going to stop getting? Nobody. Nobody it's, – it's only a few players that might be able to stick one, but you're not going to stop him, right? You can yeah, score. I'm, I'm going to let you score. Can you can you score can you score 80? Can you score 90? Because I'm gonna put the clamps down on everybody else. Everybody else is getting fouled. They're getting contested shots. If they score on contested shots, fine. But I'm gonna make it so that Katie is gonna have to shoot because he's gonna be so fucking wide open. Shoot your shot, buddy. 
<laughs> Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot, but I guarantee you're going to have to carry this team because, and you, you know, you run it in practice, so everybody you know knows when they when they supposed to shift, where they going, if they run a pick and roll, if they trying to get Kyrie open or Harden open, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you go through that in practice. But I'm not going to let KD score 45, Harden score 40, Kyrie score 37. No, I'm more, I want I want. I want KD to score 60 or 70. Can you score 60 or 70 every night? If I got the defensive players I want, mm-hmm. Kyrie can be stopped. Harden can be slowed down. If I got the defensive players I want that can implement my game plan, I want to know if you can score 60 or 70 every night. Can your body endure that for a seven-game series? Because you, I, I, he's going to give you two. He's probably going to give you 250 or 60. But with that third game... Oh, them arms gonna be tired. Them legs gonna be tired. Mm-hmm. And when them joints start hitting the brick, hitting the back of the rim, coming up short, because you're tired now. Mentally, you don't even know you're tired. You're tired because you didn't took so many damn shots. Now, Ooh. now, guess what? You, he's a shoot. He's open. He's gonna shoot. And then guess what, KD? I mean, uh, guess what, KG? Mm. The next game. I go back to regular defense. I want the Nets to set up so that I, I, this is what they're doing. They're going to see it for two games, maybe three, then we're going to switch back to regular defense. And they're going to come in the game and be like, well, KD's wide open. We got a, we got a couple games. We got a couple offensive game plans for that. <laughs> and guess what? I'm going to come back with regular defense. It's about mixing it up. Ben, think about it. Who's who's done this in the history of the NBA? You let Jordan score. They're going to score. What's the difference between him scoring 37, Pippen scoring, getting 25, Kukoc getting 20, 20, and then winning versus you making Kukoc have a bad night, you in Pippen's face, you know what I'm saying, and letting Jordan do everything. It's true. Let, letting Kobe do everything. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I've thought about that, and I think we've brung that defensive strategy up for several players. You you focus on everybody else, let them shoot. And then you're talking about him being tired after two or three games of doing this. That's called that. That's basically Muhammad Ali rope a dope. I'm gonna lean on the ropes, thank you, and let you tire yourself out. Yep. And just whisper in your ear, "You're getting tired. You're in the wrong place. I'm God." <laughs> and then you just like he won't go down. Then all of a sudden, that second wind kick in and it's over. So I, I gotta agree with him, Ben. Midnight Rider, I gotta agree with the boss because that's that's a defensive strategy that I've used uh several times. I use it on 2K. And I'm I'm not saying it's just a Mickey Mouse thing, but you gotta think about it. He can't carry a whole entire team and score 100 points by herself. This is not the 90s basketball where 85, 86 points will do do you in and get you a W. Man, and, and and that's what I'm saying. I, I know it sounds crazy, but if this, this guy's cooking you anyway, averaging 34, all right, buddy, let's see if you can double your average. I'm not gonna let the insignificant players on this team I'm like I I'm I'm we're grilling that in practice. Do not let these Harden and Kyrie, these other boys better not score. I give you a pass on Harden because he's Harden. Kyrie, I'm just not worried about Kyrie Irving. 
I'm just not. I'm just not. Yeah, he got handles and stuff. I'm just not. He's not Kevin Durant. So, but we passed our thirty minute mark, so we gotta get out of here, man. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So, thank you everyone for joining us. Don't forget to join us on Instagram Live tomorrow. We got DC Sports Rundown. We'll talk Wizards. We'll talk uh, Washington. I'm sorry, the Washington football team and OTAs and things that I've seen. Um, we will talk. Uh, we can't talk caps because uh, the caps are gone fishing. But uh, r- rumor has it that uh, Kuznetsov is going to be possibly traded if he's not re-signed. I mean, it's a, it's a lot going on. I've heard he's going to be traded. I heard he's going to be signed to an extension. We don't know. But we're going to talk all DC tomorrow, which is Wednesday on IG Live. So stay tuned for that. But until then, and lastly, the Midnight Rider says, in the wisdom of Mike Tyson, everybody got a plan until they dot, dot, dot. But I understand that is true. But you got to implement that plan to find out if it's going to work. But we don't do no overtime. We are out of here.